Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined by my fellow DJ, Jordan Collins. Jordan, how's it going? Football's back. Football's back and I'm still pissed. I hate Matt Stafford. I fucking Uh, cannot... Bills Rams last night. Uh, it looked for the first uh, twenty minutes of the game that we were going to have a, a very exciting, thrilling back and forth game. Uh, somehow it ended ten ten at the half, uh, screwing our our over bets. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, the second half just kind of fell off a cliff for the Rams. To put it nicely, um, Stafford, Stafford. I, everything last year was a fluke. Okay. I believe it's truly that Calvin Johnson retired early because he was sick and tired of dealing Stafford throwing him the ball. So you are putting how much of the blame on last night on Stafford? 95. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put like 15%. Um 15. dude, he was awful yesterday. He wasn't fantastic, no. Um, however, he had, uh, what, one interception off a guy's fingertips. Uh, he had, um, really no one to throw to other than Cooper Cup. And if you watch the Cooper Cup stuff, like, it was kind of wild. He definitely has a connection with Cooper Cup because he's throwing way before Cooper Cup's open. Uh, and that's the only way they can complete passes down the field. Allen Robinson was a complete non-factor. Um... Higby had a couple drops. Uh, Skaronic was just kind of like the guy that, that we just forget about, and every once in a while they pick up a pass. But I mean, they're hurting without Odell. So, Allen Robinson was pretty irrelevant on the Bears too. I didn't really like Allen Robinson, but for maybe one season, he had a decent season. He's been pretty overrated and overhyped for a while, and everybody gives him like, "Oh, he's had really bad quarterbacks." No, he's just not a good receiver. It could be. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were hyped up uh, to see him in this offense, uh, and a lot of people got let down last night. Anyone who started him in fantasy was not happy. Uh, we have the whole Darrell Henderson, Cam Akers thing that, like... <laughs> yeah, thoughts and prayers to anybody that drafted Cam Akers. That sucks. Yeah, um, kind of a strange thing. Although, I mean, to be fair, Darrell Henderson looked good enough, uh, for sure. Um but it did help my uh, my bank account, my bankroll yesterday. So I had a under of Cam Akers rushing yards, and that was beautiful. <laughs> Just the fact that he only it was like 48, 48, 48. Okay. I was like, I was ah. to win a bet by 48. <laughs> yeah. So that one made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. I had the under in the first half. That was my lock yesterday. Absolute. Every week one first game is always under first half. It's a rough, rusty start to get going and not a lot of preseason games. Therefore, you're going to see some weird shit. And that's exactly what happened. 10-10, perfect. Never a doubt. Yeah, a lot of teams are definitely playing their first team starters less and less in preseason. And uh, I think you're right. The week one unders are, are definitely a, a better bet. 
Um, I have a question for you. So Stafford got sacked seven times. How many times last night do you think the Bills called a blitz? Dude, almost every time I felt, I felt like Stafford was damp. They called zero blitzes the entire game. Entire game, zero blitzes, and yet it felt like Stafford was always about to just get destroyed. Then he had a boy back. That's not a good sign for that offensive line. That's not a good sign for the Rams. It's a great sign for the Bills. I mean, I I will admit I was a little pessimistic on the Bills uh, coming into last night. Uh, And the offense is for real. The defense is for real. Uh, they've got a good kicker. They're going to have a great home home field. It's going to be hard right now. It's definitely going to be Buffalo. So, yeah, I see the Rams are lost without Withward or whatever the hell his name is. He's since he's retired. But, man, dude, watching that Bills team, I was talking about it with my buddy when he was over here watching. When the Spurs lost to the Miami uh, Heat, the very next year they came out like on a mission. That was the most clean basketball I think I've ever seen in my life. Last night, I probably watched the most clean football I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen almost damn near perfection. I think Josh <laughs> Allen had one interception, which was not his fault. It was blatantly stripped out the guy's hands. Well, and that then, was uh, probably the most who, who the felt electric worse last night? football. Who felt worse, Cam Akers owners or James Cook owners? <laughs> the second James Cook, they're like, all right, his first NFL carry. And then you see the ball drop. And it's not even like he's diving in. He just kind of stood up like, yeah, I'm done for the night. <laughs> and he walked off the field like he was not going to get back on it, and he didn't. Yeah, no, Cam Akers, I feel bad for it because literally he was – I was told he was RB1. I feel like I should write a letter to McVay saying he's a liar. Yeah, um, I think that probably uh, hurt a lot of uh, daily fantasy lineups last night. Um, and oh, yeah. Because if you're going into that game blind and you're going to have to pick one running back, you're like, well, all right, I'm not picking you. That's the first one you're picking, yeah. Correct. Absolutely terrible, horrendous. Hey, we are in week two of college football. Yep. This is going to be a long weekend for me. I love that (laughs) week one is starting. But let's 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 dabble in some college football real quick since yeah, as tomorrow recording this, we're at 23 hours to kick off. I mean, is this the biggest game of your life outside of 05 uh, USC, Texas? Uh, there's, I'm talking regular season games. There's a few. There's, I remember when Ohio State came here in like 2003, 2004. That was insane. Um, LSU 2019, that was a really big game, and it was a battle for DBU. Um, this is probably the biggest regular Wait, season game. Texas is including themselves in DBU. Yeah. What? Yeah, we can. <laughs> How? DBU is definitely Joe, between Florida State and LSU. Joe, we can fight offline. You're absolutely incorrect. <laughs> it was, it was Texas for a while. <clears throat> was it? And this is like what 1970s, 74, 75. Basically, from like 1999 to 2009. Interesting. Okay. I mean, we have Earl Thomas. 
is one of our main guys. I mean, they're, that's, they're I mean, absolutely, that's, a, that's a great safety. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, we had Cedric Griffin, Terrell Brown, Aaron Ross, Aaron Williams, uh, Round Rock. What's up, Kenny Vaccaro? Mm. Trying to think. There's Whew, that's uh, man, that would really be hard to beat. Uh, except, Michael you know. Huff, Earl Thomas, Michael Griffin. I'm sorry, I'm just going off the. Just off the back of my hand there, but I think Texas is DBU. Well, they were. <laughs> You're not so much now. I'm sorry. Did you did you have prime time? You have Jalen Ramsey before last night. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Oh. Jalen Ramsey. My goodness, got destroyed. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's a though, fucking bum. Was other than the the big touchdown, Ramsey's defense wasn't bad. He was just still getting torched, and that's what makes it so much better. Because after he opened up the game, saying he was from RPT or RPT. whatever the fuck, um, I mean, Florida State fans, we know known that he's had some beef, I guess, with uh, how the program handled him after he left Florida State. Um, and all football fans know, obviously, he's a full time crazy person to begin with. Anyways, um, so the humble pie that was served up by him getting torched for like 200 yards and two touchdowns between Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs. Uh, it just, it felt so great. I'm not going to lie. Um, however, no, Jalen Ramsey, Derwin is... James, Patrick Robinson. Uh, <laughs> these are, these are really, really good players. Uh, I could go on and on. I think in the last 15 years, it's not even close. I think LSU definitely has a, an argument. Um, but maybe before, gotcha. maybe before it was Texas. I'll give you that. Let's go back to college football then. I think Jalen Ramsey's an absolute bitch. Uh, but <laughs> back just that's my last thing. But RPT, that's his own college. That's like Jalen Ramsey's dad's training facility, right? Is it? I was trying to it's Ramsey it performance. It's it's Ramsey performance training. He's done that for the last few years. So at least that's not the worst thing in the world. Okay. It still looks stupid when everybody else is just saying the college they're from. And No, no, no. There was a guy that said, I'm from Uarty Cheneau University. And I looked up that guy. You know where he went to school? Mm -hmm. Temple. <laughs> why would, so why would anyone have to know that beforehand? Yeah, you already should know. Is I was like, what? Because I was like, okay, it must be from like Ohio State, Bama, one of those schools. But I looked yeah. it up. I was like, this guy's an absolute jackass. Maybe you he know, just wanted his Google. You his know name who to we be have Googled to blame for this? The U. The U in Ohio State always trying to do some stupid shit to their intros, um, and now people are just like, gonna we're gonna start seeing political stances as intros. <laughs> <laughs> probably you're gonna see it's gonna be wild but here game of the week we got college game day we got big news or big noon kickoff we have the today show all gonna be in austin texas oh boy in about 23 hours till kick yep we got texas alabama i'm terrified as a longhorn fan this is gonna be a very long day very long week the spread right now is 20 and a half I don't even like the line. <clears throat> this is one of those games, Joe, where I feel like I hype myself up every time going into kickoff. I'm like, we can fucking win. 
and then by halftime, it's over. <laughs> I'm looking at it going in my head going, okay, if I do my 13-point tees, I get Alabama minus seven and a half against anyone. Like, other than maybe the Bills last night, like, I don't know who I wouldn't take Alabama minus seven and a half. Um, uh, I don't know. I hope it's a good game. I hope we actually see Alabama sweat for a little bit. Um, I hope we see Texas make some plays. Um, but yeah, deep down we can we can all see that you know it could. So my book actually just jumped it up. I just refreshed it. It's at twenty one and a half now. See, and at that point, I can't. I can't take the 20 point, 21 and a half points with Bama. I three touchdowns is not it could happen, but I just can't. So I think I'm gonna take a pick here. I don't like it. I feel like too big of a homer, but I am taking Texas and the 21 and a half points. Okay. I feel like that's fair, but I do have some plays on this where I know these will happen. Alright. I have Xavier Worthy to get a touchdown this week. He's okay. on a mission. He's a Texas wide receiver. He's been one of um, Quinn's targets, consistent targets for same. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I like Xavier Worthy to get any time touchdown at plus 130. I also like Alabama defense to score a touchdown this weekend. Um, I watched Quinn play against ULM. I think I discussed it on the last show. He did not have the wow factor. Now, granted, he's 18 years old. That's his first game, collegiate game ever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like his second collegiate game ever is going to be rough. So that being said, I do think there will be a pick six, a fumble recovery, scoop and score, maybe a special teams touchdown, something like that will happen. So I do like the defensive touchdown prop involved for either team. And I like to specify that Alabama will do it at plus 200. Okay. I think also, uh... I mean, I like those oh. bets. I don't know that I will follow them, but uh, numbers-wise, and probably the better prop that I have that I just saw on Fanduel: Will Anderson over eight and a half tackles slash assist. Give me the over. I expect him to have four, maybe five sacks this weekend. Interesting. Four or five sacks is a lot. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a career high. It is okay. going to be a Heisman-type game that they're going to highlight and talk about. And Will Anderson might be the one of the like the newest defensive player to win a Heisman. How many sacks could he have last night on the Bills' D-line? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> now, all it, seven. It wasn't – yeah, all seven. But I expect him to probably be the first pick overall next year. Like, it, depending on what team – like, if the Bears end up as number one overall, I can see Will Anderson going – be going just being added to the defense this year. Interesting. Okay. I like that. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. Uh, that being said, any games you got in, or any opinions on that Texas game? Um, I'm just really excited to watch it. Uh, I'm kind of <laughs> excited it's an early game because then I can plan my day around it very easily. Um, and uh, no, I mean, 11 a.m. kickoff is just so terribly disappointing. Um, but outside that, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you're going to be there what time? You said 6 a.m.? I mean, I might actually just go there tonight. I know my buddies have a, uh RV trailer, and they're already smoking barbecue right now. 
getting prepared. So I might go down there this afternoon and hang out, sleep on their trailer, wake up, tailgate. My goal is to not be completely blacked out, wasted by second half. That's that's really it. Okay. Well, hopefully that works out for you. Hopefully it's a great game. Um, what else yeah. you got, I guess, on the, on the slate here? Dude, uh, it was locked, but now it's unlocked. But I, yesterday I got Tennessee at Pitt. This is one of the few ranked games we get tomorrow. Tennessee on the road in Pitt. Um, I don't like that Pitt team. I think they barely beat West Virginia. Mm-hmm. West Virginia is not good. I watched Tennessee and that hooker kid play. Uh, six points isn't enough. I Give me Tennessee. I'm taking that, those all day. I feel like that is an absolute gift that the sports books are giving us. And that could be absolute trap too. I'm just not a fan of what I saw in Pittsburgh offense. I love the offense and hooker, what they did at Tennessee defense, not that great at Pitt. I'm just, I feel like six points, easy cover. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, for me, I think I lost you there, Joe. For me, uh, I think, uh, I'm leaning towards, I hate doing it, but betting on UM. They're at home versus Southern Miss. It's 25 and a half. Feels like it could be like a 42 to 50 point game. Um, you know, they've got a lot of momentum going on down there. Uh, I like that game. And then the other game I like is I think I'm going to take UNC. And now they are on the road at Georgia State. And I know they just had some quote unquote issues with Appalachian State, but. Um, they're a high-powered scoring team. Yes, they're going to give up a lot of points, but I'm going to take them down to minus six and put them in okay. a, a little parlay there. Um, yeah, so you're buying some points there because I think they're yeah. at seven and a half right now. Uh, so eight, I actually, mm-hmm. I have a play on both those games you talked about: uh, Miami, Southern Miss. I like the over of fifty-one. I think Miami will score about 55, 50, 50 plus points against Southern Miss. Okay. Another super high-powered offense. Another great – I mean, dude, they're back. College football's back. They're back. I really do have faith that they win the ACC at this point. Uh, that being said, also on the North Carolina-Georgia State game. Oh, give boy. me North Carolina uh, – sorry, give me Georgia State. Seven and a half. I That was the most horrendous fucking offense I've seen Mac Brown coach. <laughs> I cannot believe that that happened. I'm glad to see Mac Brown's dancing and still alive. Love you, Coach Mac. But that being said, give me the points with any team that North Carolina plays this year. Okay. Yeah, I wonder what the over is in this game. 64. And what did North Carolina score like 64 last game? Yeah, I lost you there for a little bit. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was saying... Uh, North Carolina last last week almost put up sixty four themselves. So to see that as a spread is a little surprising for the over under. Yeah, I'm. I just feel like it's gonna be. Yeah, exactly. I actually take the over on that. Add that to the list. Um, my next pick, and I'm kind of cracking up about it. I know last week I kind of gave you shit about betting against the army. Um, that being said, I'm also doing the same thing. I'm taking the Roadrunners UTSA minus two against the army Uh, game of the week game of the week last night was or last week was houston at utsa that triple overtime type game was incredible 
Yeah, I mean, it ended up in a, in a good finish. Um, Houston, obviously, um, it was uh, correct. If I remember right, right, Houston did pull it out. Houston did pull it out, okay. but it, the only reason why they pulled it out is because UTSA missed a two-point conversion to tie. So okay. I really think UTSA is now hungry. They're a little pissed off from last week. This might be an overreaction, but I think they absolutely smacked Army in the mouth. So what about Notre Dame Marshall? This is so I, a bounce back game, right? This is the game you schedule after, like, you know, like, okay, we play Ohio State. It might not go well. I feel slightly disrespected if I'm Notre Dame. If you look at the Alabama-Texas game, we have an identical spread. I'm not saying... You're not saying... Like you're looking at it, and maybe I'm looking at it in just a angry UT way, but Notre Dame should beat that, should cover that pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, unless Marshall is good, I don't. I have no, obviously, info on, on Marshall, but, um, you know, at home, I would expect them to cover if they're going to be good. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I, don't, I feel Notre like Dame, the score ended up bad. It wasn't that, I mean, for being a blowout loss, it wasn't that bad of a blowout loss for Notre Dame. That Ohio State-Notre Dame game was not, the, the scoreboard does not show what that game was. It was definitely a close game. Yeah. I mean, they lost by 11 points, and they held Ohio State to 21. Ohio State's, on average, going to score about 50 or 60 this whole year. Yeah. I think the only time that, like, in the last two or three years, the only time that they've not scored over 30 was so the one time it was at Michigan at home, at, at the big house. So the fact that Notre Dame has that as an accomplishment, that is a moral victory. I, don't, I know those aren't real. But, yeah, Notre Dame's going to come out swinging. They're going to cover that 20 and a half points. Okay. Um, what else we got on the slate? What about uh, Appalachian State going? At all the way to Texas A&M, your favorite college so station. I do have a play on this. I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. Uh, here's the reason why I have a play on this. I am taking Appalachian State at 18 and a half points. <laughs> okay. For our listeners out there, this is definitely him betting with his heart. Yeah. So here's why I actually don't like. I think Hayne King, the Alabama. And I'm sorry, not Alabama. It's on my mind. The A&M quarterback is not good. They need to start Max Johnson immediately. That's big, bad Brad Johnson's kid. He is probably the better quarterback in that room. Hank Kings looks like an absolute dud out there. That being said, I really like the Texas A&M defense is really good. I just, I just don't think they're going to score that many points. I was really looking at that. I like the 18.5-point spread, but I also really like the under on that as well. So definitely – Looking at the under, I think it was at like, yeah, 54. This could totally be a game where, I don't know, AM scores 30. Appalachian State gets maybe 13. Yeah. Hmm, 30, 13 would be uh, minus 17. Don't, I don't like this game. I'm staying away from it. Um, even though I obviously am a big time Jimbo believer. Uh, I don't know. I, just doesn't uh, appeal to me when there's actually much more attractive games on the slate to bet on. Yeah, I mean, know. let's go to the other ranked game. There's only three. Uh, Baylor going to uh, BYU. That Last time I looked, Baylor's a road dog at three points. Yeah. 
I maybe I take like Baylor. Three I, don't think the, I think Baylor's. I'm taking Baylor money line if you really want my opinion. I don't even think they need the points. Am I a smart person? Yes, I'm going to take the points, but I might sprinkle a little on the money line there. Uh, okay. I think BYU is overrated. They're over. Like, I, fuck them. <laughs> they're not that good. <laughs> and I just don't. I don't get. I, maybe this is a trap the book's trying to tease me into. I just don't see how Baylor wins, or Baylor doesn't just blow them out. Baylor has a way better offense. A still a really good defense. I'd have no knowledge of fucking BYU at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wonder what the the record is like for like teams going out west uh, who don't normally don't play out there. Um, Talk about a schools with like really weird past. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like this is like a really weird religion holy war at this point. It's like the Baptists against the Mormons. That being said. <laughs> This uh, isn't a religion show, my bad. Nope. But uh, another Holy War uh, this Saturday in Gainesville, uh, UF Kentucky. Who you got, Matt? <laughs> Dude, it's it's. Ah, I don't like it. I don't like the spread. I might, I might do the parlay of the money line of Florida because I think Florida wins. I just don't know if they cover. I like Kentucky's defense. Uh, yep. Anthony Richardson, that's him, right? That's a quarterback for Florida. Yep, the reincarnated Cam Newton. <laughs> yes, I mean that's a game. I'm hopefully, hopefully, I'm out of Austin downtown area, and I'm at home. I can rethink about what happened, and I can just kick my feet up and watch this game. I like the over on this. Fifty-one uh, seems like a very low total. This isn't uh, with this game, but let's say the best case scenario happens. Right? Let's say UT wins. What time are you getting home? I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna find. Uh, I'm gonna find old Matthew McConaughey. I'm gonna find Pat McAfee. I'm gonna go. I'm. I might be dead by the end of the day. It might be the greatest day of my life. This might be the last podcast we ever record. Uh, probably. If who knows what's gonna happen? If Texas wins, it, it's gonna be full blown Bender weekend. It's. I'm gonna buy tickets to Vegas. See what's going on there. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know how to function. In these situations, it's been so damn long. Interesting. Okay. Well, that is not my best case uh, scenario because I would love to see how that would play out. But um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Said, so I got- back to Kentucky, Florida uh, Gators. Uh, I do like them at home. I do think it'll be a close game. Um, I'm just, you know, as we are with every year, we're just not convinced on Kentucky's offense. You know, I can see it definitely going over and being an exciting game. Just 51 and a half points doesn't seem like a lot in college. No, no, it doesn't. Um, what about uh, Iowa, Iowa State after that uh, embarrassing uh, game last week? Um, you just I actually have this as a lock. Okay. One of my, one of my two locks this week, and I'm trying to find it. It's Iowa minus three and a half at home. The over-under is 40 and a half. Now, what did they score last week? Seven, but they scored it with two safeties and a field goal? Correct. Not great. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Iowa State has some type of mental block once they step foot in at on the road at Iowa. I don't think they've won in like 25 years there. Interesting. I think it happens. I think it happens this year. 
I'm trying to look at my stats. I had it written down. Really? Iowa State money line plus 155. Yep, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. I That was probably the ugliest game I've ever watched. I was We got done recording that, and I was watching the whole game. I have no faith in Iowa at all. Okay. Give me these. Give me the Cyclones money line. That's not the lock, but my lock is the under 40. They're not going to be scoring any fucking points. This is going to be a 10 to 3 game. Iowa State wins with a, a field, like, clinches it with a field goal. Okay. I'm with you. Um, I think I, I like the Iowa State plus three and a half. Yeah. Easy money there. Never a doubt. Uh, we do have Houston and Tech. This is an interesting game. I mean, like we talked about earlier, Houston coming off a huge win against the Roadrunners, meep, meep, um, triple overtime. They're going into Lubbock, and they are four-point dogs. Is this so? Is this a game we really, truly feel strongly about one way or the other, or is this just an interesting game? And because it's an interesting, interesting game, we want to bet on it. Because to me, I feel like, it feels like I the have a. I I love Houston, and I'm going to take the four points. Mm, um, okay, Dana, coach of Houston, decent coach. He's been a Holgerson or whatever football. Yeah, Holgerson. Is going to outcoach and outmatch Texas Tech. I mean, Texas Tech is still ran by a rookie college coach out of high school. Uh, I don't think Tech has a lot of fucking players, a lot of transfer outs. Houston, mm-hmm. on the other hand, has an actual team. I love Houston plus four. That is absolutely my second lock of the week. I'm taking that as my second college lock. My other one, what was it? Under 41, Iowa, Iowa State. Those are my two guaranteed picks. Okay. Thanks. Um, any but other, other than that, I only have three more picks that I really okay. kind of like. Okay, I guess go, go um, through the Oklahoma lineup. minus 34 and a half. They're going to just stomp them. That's not too much there. Okay. I do like the Illini minus four and a half. Um, Illinois, you're talking about Illinois, right? Not Northern Illinois? Yes. Yeah. The Illini. The yeah. fighting Illini. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, against I think Virginia's. Yeah, Virginia's fucking terrible, dude. They got beat by Old Dominion. Yeah. Yeah, we looked at that. Remember, we looked at the line and we're like, huh, the sharp money's on Old Dominion. I wonder why. Yeah, we're like, huh. Right. So, yeah, I'm leaning. I'm definitely leaning the Illini. It actually looks like that spread dropped in my favor. It's at four now. Uh, my, my other one, I was looking at New Mexico State. They're playing Texas State Bobcats. Oh, so shit! I fucked that up. Nope, incorrect. UTEP. Yeah, UTEP. The other shitty Texas school. Um, I'm so UTEP is so bad, and North Mexico State is also really bad. So therefore, I'm going to take the points. The three score, seventeen and a half points. That's a big spread for two allegedly bad teams. Two really bad teams. So yeah, I'm just going to take the dog in that battle. Okay. Um, what about USC Stanford? That's a fucking trap because I don't know what I'm going to get. Um, USC Stanford, weird shit happens every fucking time in Stanford. 
Uh, I see that they're eight-point favorites. I watched a lot of the USC game last week just to see how Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams look, and they looked apart. The they look pretty fucking incredible. Um, Stanford scares me, though. There, there's something weird shit always happens in Stanford. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be a uh, it'll be a fun one to watch. Um, I don't feel great about USC minus eight. I don't like that number. Um, I understand a lot of people are betting on USC. It's more of a public college team, and especially after last week, um, you know why that line is the way it is. But yeah, I think you're right. USC Stanford is just a weird game. Uh, not, yeah, not I, I don't I even like that total. On. I, it's I, it's a good game to kick your feet up and watch. Just no stress. Just watch a game without money involved. That's that sounds nice. But what? Yeah. Who does I know. That? Yeah. How dare the they? Point, right. Yeah. But other than that, anything else you got in college? Um. No. No. Um. I'm excited. Uh. Uh. It's a good slate of games there, and uh, Florida State has a bye week. Uh, before we have a Friday game next week. Uh, so we'll be back next Friday with a preview of that game at Louisville. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Louisville just always gets Friday night games. It's very weird to me. Um, I mean, I'm sure they like it. Yeah, they're I playing guess, UCF from, today. Yeah. And then next week we play at um, them. Louisville and NC State, I feel like, always have Friday night games. Um, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the lineup looks pretty good this week. Um, I feel pretty confident. I feel better than I did last week, um, to say the least. So we've been able to see some actual footage of these teams. And, yeah, I'm excited for this, uh, this lineup. Um, do you want to switch over and do some NFL previews now? we got week one yep, coming up. Let's do it. I got my books up. I got my picks. Uh, I've already submitted in my... Circa millionaire picks. So yes, that is so, in and this is uh, you pick five games each week with the spread, and it is uh, you have a, a courier or whatever you want to call them um, who will place yeah, I got a those, proxy over there, a proxy, yeah. uh, and um, at the end where the grand prize is how much? It's a million dollars. But the cool thing about it is that they give out quarterly prizes. Uh, weekly prizes and things like that. So who knows? Maybe my five go five and zero, oh and I retire, win a quarter of a million dollars. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, so, so I guess you go ahead with your give us your five. And I don't feel confident. I'm going five and zero. Oh. I just with the group, it's kind of hard to actually narrow down what five teams we all agree upon. Correct. That being said, we're on the Ravens minus seven. Love it. Reason it's my why. survivor pick for the week. Good. It's a good pick. I mean, I just don't have any faith in Joe Flacco and the Jets. Um, now that Lamar Jackson hasn't come up with a contract today, and today was the deadline, you're going to have pissed off Lamar Jackson. He's going to probably be the highest fantasy quarterback this week. He might outdo Josh Allen last night. So I expect a big game from the Ravens. That's why I'm going there. Our next okay. pick is my pick, and this is my lock for even the show. It is the Steelers plus six and a half. <laughs> it is the Mitchell Trubisky campaign for the MVP year. Divisional champs. It is a Steeler year. I'm expecting the Bengals to come off of a massive hangover. They're going to look like shit. Give me the Steelers six and a half. 
Steelers may I, not win, but they will cover. I cannot wait to ask producer D to clip this into a thing when it's 21-0 Bengals in the second quarter. Um, I think oh, I'm just live opposite. betting more on the Steelers. I'm going to live bet the entire <laughs> Steeler game. <laughs> Pot committed. Look, we've all been there. Um, I I don't know. I think people are really downplaying uh, how good the Bengals' defense is. Um, and I just don't – I think the Steelers are going to be better for sure. But because they play in the AFC and even the bad teams in the AFC are kind of – frisky you know what i mean the, the texans <laughs> that AFC is loaded yeah yeah um you know you have teams like the texans or the jaguars uh i i don't know i i'm still sticking to my part of that but uh if it does work out for you i will be happy for you uh and the other trubiscaholics out there there's like one other person out there, and it's probably Mitchell Trubisky's <laughs> it's, mom. It's you and me, and uh, <laughs> I remember I famously said that Trubisky was going to be the best quarterback in that draft class. And uh, <sighs> I mean, he's like what top two? Yeah, to be fair, it was just a really bad draft class. Um, I mean, Deshaun however, Watson's I, a pedof- like a rapist now. <laughs> I think it's just Patty Mahomes ahead of. Trubisky. I mean, he's <laughs> Trubisky's the number two quarterback. Trubisky has more wins, been to a Pro Bowl. It is crazy that Mitchell Trubisky's been to a Pro Bowl because I don't remember a full Dude, that 2018 year, slate. he was electric. There's no doubt about it. Interesting. Okay. All right. I'll take you with My next it. pick. Oh, shit. I'm thinking I lost you, Joe. Oh, I'm here. All right. So my next pick on my top five. This is different now, but with Circa Millions, they lock it in at a pretty early date. Yeah. So this is why I picked them. It's the Colts minus seven. Right now, I think they're already at eight and a half. So I'll tell you, I've, I've locked it in. Colts minus seven. I think they'll win by a touchdown. Uh, the last two, they swept them last year, and they think combined total score, they will beat them 63 to three. So that being said, I feel good about the Colts. They got a better quarterback. Now, that being said, that's my Circa Million pick. For my Goose and Gambles pick, I am taking the Texans at plus eight and a half. I love it. I was hoping you would be on this uh, because I think secretly I am. If there's like a week one upset of a game that doesn't really make much sense, I mean, why wouldn't it be, you know, the Colts with a a new quarterback uh, on the road to a team that nobody believes in? Uh, Yeah. David Davis Mills, we know he can put up points. Uh, we know that the Texans uh, probably believe they can win this game. And Lovey Smith coaches sound defense, too, so it's not going to shock me. I don't like this pick, but in a group of people that we all split the pot with, it's kind of hard to argue that the Correct. Texans could. So I just kind of sat down. I was like, I'm not going to be confrontational. Not I'm not going to sound like a not, I'm not going to I'm not going to sound like an idiot and say, oh, the Texans are going to win. Correct. Now, this is why we have a podcast. We can uh, literally uh, say all of our crazy I, takes. I'm with you on the Texans on this. I'm going to keep letting it go, and I, I hope it gets maybe even close to double digits um, because that yeah, is really good. I hope look. so, too. I hope maybe add this to your teaser of 13 points and make it towards like, okay, they have 22 points. Correct. Red. Although on mine, it actually is only seven still. So it's a little disappointing okay. um, uh, on that end. But, yeah, I, I mean – 
I think the Texans are being disrespected some. I think people are just penciling them in the Colts, but you forget that, like, okay, yeah, they did have Carson Wentz last year, but Matt Ryan is, is not young. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, I don't think this is a, a too terrible of a mismatch, and there's a lot of unknowns on the Texans, and that makes them dangerous. Yeah. So my next five picks that I put in, I got two more. I have the 49ers at minus seven. I don't like this. This is also something I don't want to argue with people about. <laughs> really? I, this is for the uh, Circa Millions? Yeah, Circa Millions. I have 49ers. They made you pick against the Bears in your Circa Millions. Wow. Yeah, if you really want, in my opinion, I'll give you what my picks are, but this is what we're submitting in as a team. But 49ers minus seven. Our next game is the Broncos minus six. So we went pretty chalky except for the Steelers. Oh, you convinced them to take the Steelers, huh? Um, it was like pulling teeth, but yes. <laughs> so a lot, of, uh, lot, a lot of stake on the Steelers game this weekend. But that being said, <laughs> if the spread keeps getting bigger to the Bears side at seven and a half to almost eight points, I'm taking the fucking Bears. I mean, it, it is still a rookie quarterback or a quarterback that is a rookie. I, I just don't see why they're a touchdown favorite. I think okay. Kittle's even like on the injury. So they're, they're missing possibly a weapon there, or you're going to get half of him there. I lean bears. The rest of the world is probably telling me to pick the 49ers. I'm not, a, I'm not betting the game. I don't bet bears games. Plain and simple. Interesting. Well, now you have the setup where either the Bears win and you're happy or at least one of your Circumillion picks will hit and you're happy. So Yeah, I, it is what it is. And I'm, I'll probably argue with people saying that was a stupid fucking pick because the real one that I also try to fight was the Raiders plus three and a half, which is now at four. Mm. Mm. Argue with me, Joe. Tell me why I'm wrong. Because I don't know if it's plus if you can get it plus three and a half, you know I would understand from a gambling standpoint. Um, we I mean we talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but this is the fully healthy Chargers, uh, and I don't know the Darren Waller thing is is it's not good. There's not great vibes going on. Um, you know I mean. I'm, Way more fantasy leagues than I want to admit, and I did not even come close. I didn't even bid on him. <laughs> um, he, I don't know. They might shut him down or something, uh, it sounds like. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, yes, they have Redfro, who's amazing, and Devontae Adams, but who's running the ball? Josh Jacobs? Uh, I guess the Chargers did have a very bad run defense last year, mm-hmm. so that would be their weak spot, but... Um, yeah, but I they added know. two new weapons. I, I just feel like that's uh, to have a non home field advantage because you know Raider fans are going to be almost 80 to 90% of that crowd. Yep. I give me the points. And I think the Raiders are like an incredible team week one statistically. They've won like their last 10 straight or some shit like that. Hmm. Yeah, but also, I mean, that doesn't. It's like one of those factors that factors into your mind, but then, you know, they've had John Gruden, they've had, uh, uh, they have Mike Tice. Yeah, think about uh, how many bad teams they've had, 
and they consistently won week one. So that being said, I think they have a somewhat full staff. Hey, that's fine. I just don't like the Chargers. I think their coach is an absolute analytical dipshit. Um, yeah, that's that was my pick there. But other than that, let's go on to the next couple games. Uh, just some kind of I got some wacky plays. You got anything? So I mean, right off the bat, the one that jumps out to me, uh, Saints Falcons, Saints by a million, right? Is what we're leaning here. Um, Ooh, I don't want to hurt your feelings here. Uh, you're going to go against Falcons. famous Remus, who at a press conference this week uh, described the uh, human body to a T uh, so much that I think he's probably going to be offered honorary degrees. Um, uh, I think the flat out the reason that's strictly the reason why I'm taking the Falcons. Ooh. Just because it's like you got your wrist, you got your arms. Connected to your belly button. Like this guy, how is this guy an NFL quarter? How is this person a real person in general? Where did how is where did he come from? Was he born out of a coconut in Florida? What the fuck happened? <laughs> so there's a little fun backstory is I don't know, I've met Jamie's maybe three or four times in, in Tallahassee. But the first time we did, we were all at a bar and uh, this was uh, the twenty thirteen year. And our buddy, who's a, the, the biggest D-Gen that we know, uh, goes to the bathroom and comes back. And he's like, you'd never guess what just happened. He's like, yeah, I'm at the urinal. Jameis walks in. Jameis comes up, urinal next to me. He looks over. We lock eyes. He goes, whoo, man, there's too many bitches in here tonight. And that's it. That's the only extent of the conversation. <laughs> he walks back out, right? And there's like six of us, and we're in like a little circle talking to the security guard. Jameis then comes out of the bathroom and walks through our circle <laughs> to say hi to the security guard. <laughs> and while we're all standing there going, well, that's Jameis Winston, you know? Um, he's just a legend. Um, obviously, you know, he's been accused of some crazy things over the years, and I hope and I do believe most of them are, are not anywhere close to true, but um, I don't know. He, he's, he's such a great character, um, and I hope he plays football another 10 years in the NFL. He's, he's absolutely a character to watch, you know, eating W's and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I do like the Falcons. I have no real reason. I have no other than the fact that everybody and their mom's thinking the Saints are going to cover. It's a divisional game. And I, I like taking home dogs. Maybe that's me. Just home dogs, divisional. That's my cup of tea right there. Okay. Okay. I mean, that, I mean that's fair. Um, but I, you know, me, I just know that I'm already high on the Saints this year. And if I'm high on the Saints, they're going to win this. Still there, Joe? Yeah. Can you can you hear me now? Can Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just know that I'm I'm high on the Saints this year. Um, and I think they're going to um, pull off uh, a win here comfortably. So um, that's where I'm leading on that one. Um, elsewhere, Eagles, Lions. I mean, the entire world who hasn't seen Hard Knocks versus the entire world who has seen Hard Knocks. Uh, I have not seen Hard Knocks. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't have time right now. Um, 
which is disappointing because I was really excited when I heard it was the Lions. Um, I am, I'm leaning Eagles. I'm, I'm well too invested in the Eagles in fantasy this year. Um, and just going to stick to my guns. Yeah, I'm actually on the same page with you there. Um, I was able to get Eagles at three and a half. I feel like that's still that hook's going to fuck me somewhere. I have a feeling like this could be a close game. But in my brain, it just... I don't know. It, it, I don't feel good about it, but I did lean Eagles. Uh, three and a half points, they should cover. I like the new weapons. I like. I think Hurts is a do-or-die kind of year, so he's going to be playing out of his mind. If not, yep. he's going to have to do the whole Mitchell Trubisky back up a quarterback and find another team scenario. Correct. Uh, that being said, yeah, um, give me the Eagles. They still have, what's his name as a backup, right? Um, Gardner Minshew, I believe. I think so. Hold up. Let me yeah. double check that. Well, if Minshew's playing, yeah. I'm definitely taking the Eagles, no doubt. Yeah, um, he's still on, the, still on the roster. Elsewhere, we have the uh, the Baker Bowl. Is a pick How is this possible? Can you, like uh, like Reddit likes to say, explain to me like I'm five? Uh, Eli five me how the Panthers at home are a pick Something happened because I originally got him at one and a half and I even sold him go up to two and a half. Something's going on. Either there's a shit ton of money on the Browns that just dumped on him. Yeah, can you, I do... can you look up the percentage um, on there? No, I make sure this isn't a sharp because... play. And that's another weird thing because it looks like everybody, like public wise, I'm, I'm just double checking. It just doesn't make sense because, in theory, right, the Panthers have upgraded their quarterback situation. Um, McCaffrey, yeah, he was on the injury report with a cut, not with, like, something that's going to hurt him. Um, DJ Moore is healthy. Like, I mean, everybody is healthy. I mean, I guess maybe people, you know, I know Matt Rule was the first coach to be fired favorite, but... I don't know. Maybe if he loses this game, maybe that does happen. Um, Jacoby Brissett and the Browns. I mean, they have Nick Chubb, but outside that, do they yeah, have anything? Not a f- I like the Panthers. Uh, uh, give give me the pick. Um, I do feel like this is also an under game. Give me the under on that. It's at 42. I think this flat out could be like a 14 to 10 type game. I mean, I'm with you on that. Um, uh, it sh- yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, especially if it was minus one and a half. Who's putting to do? Oh yeah, so here's the actual stats on that. Because just to let you know, like twenty four percent of the bets are on the Browns, seventeen percent of the money is on the Browns. It's not like there's a huge guy that just threw down a couple hundred thousand on the Browns. It, it looks like er- the bets and the money are on the Panthers. So and how did it go back it. towards the Panthers and the Panthers' favor? It's a that's... weird reverse line movement there. Mm. It's, and that's where I'm not comfortable with it, and that's why I probably won't take it. But if I had a gun to my head, give me the Panthers. Yeah, something spooking people. I don't I don't know what that is. That's crazy. Um, okay. Um, elsewhere, Chiefs Cardinals. Talk- yep, and that one has changed a lot. It opened up at three points. And it is now a six-point spread. Yeah. This one's just dying to be teased. I think the Chiefs are going to be a better team than they were last year. 
I don't think they're a better offense. Well, I don't think they're going to put up more points than they did last year. I still think this year they're going in with a more run-heavy approach. Um, I love Clyde in fantasy. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I just don't see why three points jumping up. I think people are thinking it's the same old Chiefs, and this is going to be a new version of the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, if you had the Chiefs, because like earlier this week I was looking, kind of steadying the lines. I was like, all right, three's not bad. I'd probably go Chiefs. Um, but now it's at six, a six-point dog at home. And like we, we, we're going to make these jokes all year long. Call of Duty hasn't come out yet. Uh, but Okay, we make the joke about Call of Duty, but really what we're saying is it's early in the season, and the Cardinals have always started off hot, and Kyler is healthy. So, to me, it just seems like, you know, I can buy the points up to seven and a half and then feel pretty good about this game. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at teasing, I would even be like, hey, it's at six points. Buy it down to where you get a point with the Chiefs. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think the Chiefs win, but I don't think they win by that much. I think this is a much closer game. Uh, Expect Hollywood Brown to get a touchdown in this as well. I have him as an anytime touch. Um, I'll probably throw out some more player props when they get updated, but yeah, I like the Cardinals at six points. Chiefs win, Cardinals cover. Okay. Uh, we are missing your game of the week. Your divisional rival, Dolphins Patriots. Very excited for this game. I kind of backdoored my way into Tyreek Hill at a great value in my fantasy draft. Uh, and I don't know. It feels like two, you know, we watched quite a bit of Tua last year. Tua did not really throw the ball past 10 or 15 yards too often. But so far, it seems like he definitely wants to. Um, and oh. I feel like he did in college fairly successful. So it's there. I, don't, I mean, it just wasn't really utilized last year. I guess we didn't really have a, a down the field threat. Like Waddle's amazing, but he's really like, uh, you know, within 20-yard uh, type of receiver. Um, so I'm very excited to see what the Dolphins can do. Um, I'm very excited to see if all the negative negativity coming from Patriots fans is warranted, if they come out looking sloppy. Um, and uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I kind of, like, it. so just looking at it as a gambling standpoint, I am looking at this as, okay, it was two and a half points. 60% of the bets were on the Dolphins. 70% of the money was on the Dolphins. It's now risen to three and a half points. Uh, these games are weird. Patriots typically have a close game in Miami. I just, if I don't really enjoy it, but I think as a gambling standpoint and a safe pick, take the three and a half points, Patriots. I don't. I could be absolutely wrong. This is going to be one of those bets where I knew immediately in the first quarter. I was like, well, this is over. Yep. It uh, looks like the money has been trending towards the Dolphins uh, on this bet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Huge amount of money is going on the Dolphins. 60% of the bets are on the Dolphins. 70% of the money is on the Dolphins. Interesting. Well, that's now, now I'm starting to get worried. <laughs> um yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a key game here because we just saw how good the Bills are. So if you want your team to have a chance, uh, you got to start off with a win against a divisional opponent. 
Yeah, so I, I completely agree. So the only other game I think I haven't talked about yet is the Commanders, and it's, it's that the absolute shit show of a fucking game. Commanders Jaguars. I'm taking the Commanders minus two and a half. One hundred percent. The reason is not because of the players or anything like that. <laughs> I just find it hilarious that eighty-one percent of the money is on the Jaguars, and I will. <laughs> I don't. 81% of the money, yet the Jaguars are plus 115 on the money line, which means... Yeah, uh, public dogs of... have fleas. <laughs> yeah. That's that's in the Bible somewhere, Joe. Uh, that being said, give me the commanders, the commies, minus two and a half. Easy. Just don't even think about it. Ooh. Uh, I I could see either team winning this game, so this is definitely a stay away for me. But um, yeah, you know what I, you know what it is is I think that if it wasn't not looking great for the Antonio Gibson uh, bounce back year, I think people would be sold about it. But I mean, that's all I heard about Washington all preseason was Antonio Gibson. How bad he was! Like one of the worst you know, uh, pre-seasons of all time. Uh, and then he just was gifted his starting job back uh, through tragedy. But um, I got yeah. off crutches. He might be starting week three. I hope so. I have him uh, stashed in a couple leagues. Honestly, that's going to fuck me over in my uh, comeback player of the year award. For who do you think? I have Baker as my comeback player of the year. But if that guy starts a game, he already won automatically. True, true. If he can, if he can keep the the position the entire year, yeah, yeah, he'd yeah, definitely be up there. It'll be insane. That that being said, I think I'm trying to think if we missed anything. I think we got the Giants uh, Titans game right. Did we talk about that? Uh, no, we didn't talk about Giants Titans or Bucks Cowboys uh, or actually and, Pan, uh, Packers Vikings too. Um, okay, I we think we a discussed lot. a little bit. I'm big on the Vikings. Uh, I'm big on the home. Vikings as well. I like the home divisional dog again. That is going to be my play this week. That is my system. Uh, home dogs in a divisional matchup. Yeah, two points. Give that to me all day. Okay. Um, Tennessee and the Giants. I really have no idea what to make of the New York football Giants. Anything's possible. Here's, here's what I'm following because I see a lot of the Sharps are actually on them at plus six and a half. And yes, anything is possible. It just that being said, just looking at the picks, 46% of the bets are on the Giants. 83% of the money is on the Giants. So there is a lot of sharp money going towards that. Uh, nothing makes me feel good about taking the Giants in anything, but six and a half points is a lot. And I do expect this game to go under. And like you said, anything is possible. It's possible. Anyway, sorry, I just had a little sound bite there. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, we should play that in the segment uh, right before the segment. Here is our anything is possible segment of the week. Anything is possible in this game. Yeah, um, we, we need to get a little bit more organized, Joe. But yeah, what do you? So you got nothing on that game? Um, no, no. I, I, you know, I've said I'm fading the Titans this year. Um, 
I'm always fading the Giants. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever really like uh, loved a Giants team. Um, so I'm going to root for a tie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, they can't both lose uh, unless they tie, and then we can make fun of both teams. Uh, so I'm hoping for that, but um, I don't know. You know what? Uh, screw it. I'm going Giants. Hey, team ride. Okay. We, we We're just, all Giants we, guys. We just talked about it with some of the other teams. Saquon's healthy. Let's party. Um, you know, Daniel Jones is good for a couple random okay, great I, fantasy games. Yeah. So. Next game, Sunday Night Football. Buccaneers, Cowboys. Yeah, so it's weird. I think people are forgetting that you know, Tom Brady is 45. He's going through some crazy stuff in his personal life. Um, feels to me like maybe we're overvaluing the Bucks here. Um, you know, uh, Godwin's still coming back. Uh, Russell Gage, I think, is a little banged up as well. Um, so it's Julio and Mike Evans, which would be great if it was four years ago. Uh and Leonard Fournette showing up to camp overweight. A lot of questions on the offensive line. Um, I don't know. I mean, yes, uh, Cowboys are still going to be the Cowboys. Um, but I think this might be uh, the best possible time for the Cowboys to play the Bucks. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to lean towards the Cowboys on this one. Can't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> Can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I I think Mike McCarthy is going to fuck this game up. And I uh, hope I this, mean, that's almost a given. I hope this bit gets recorded and it's going to be something stupid like, oh, Dak Prescott's going to run down the 30, 13 seconds left. Some shit's going to happen. It's going to be bad. Uh, that being said, I'm taking the Buccaneers money line. I'm not touching the spread. Buccaneers money line seems safe. They've never lost to the Cow or Tom's never lost to the Cowboys. Uh, that's going to keep happening. I think the Cowboys have a very shitty offensive line. I think yes. there's split carries between Zeke and Tony Pollard. Uh, that Tony Pollard's going to be the guy that has to change the game. I don't yeah. think CD. Two bad offensive lines to me means everyone needs to be throwing the ball. Uh, so that I might look said, at the Brady. I think CD Lamb is overrated. So yeah, give me Brady and whatever weapons he's got. He'll make Scotty Miller a guy. Scotty Miller might be a daily fantasy thing to go for. Yeah, if Gage and Godwin don't play, uh, you know, um, yeah. you could definitely do worse. Scotty um, Miller's going to be cheap on DFS, and you could probably get a touchdown out of him just for shits and gigs. It's possible for sure. Um, I don't know. I might take Cowboys plus three and a half now looking at it. At least I was going to do money line, but I'm leaning towards plus three and a half might be smarter. Is that what your line's at now? Mine's still saying two. No, uh, but I can get, I can buy oh, okay. it for yeah. yeah, that's probably smart. I mean, I'm just taking the minus 140 bucks money line. Just safe, casual unit there. Nice. Um, okay. Well, I think that's uh, everything we got for this week's uh, slate of games. We'll be back Sunday night with a preview. Uh, Broncos, Seahawks, we'll probably have some player props, some things that we are looking at in that game. Uh, obviously, you know, right now, if you like the Broncos, you should probably buy, get the Broncos now. Um, because yeah, it's, it's already it's moving. It's already moving in the direction you don't want it to go. So, um, but uh, yeah, 
Um, this has been fun. Hopefully, we're back with stories of a legendary night of partying uh, for Jordan. Uh, and hopefully, you can recover in time so that we can use your house to watch football. <laughs> that's really my main concern. Uh, that's going to be the goal. Hopefully, I'm not in jail or anything crazy. I just yes. want to be home in time to watch the Bears 49ers. Yeah, we should uh, probably reach out to uh, Gloria and just be like, hey, just in case Jordan doesn't come home, is it cool if we come over and watch football? Which He's under sure the mat. Just walk on in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will check you guys out on Sunday. Hope all of your uh, gambles hit. Hope you have plenty of goofy stories from the weekend. This is the Goof and Gambles podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Reach out to us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and we will talk to you next time. All right. Thanks, guys.